you in your giving tonight. You guys hear me? Awesome, awesome. God is good. You guys look amazing from here. Huh? No wonder Pastor Goodluck get all excited on Sundays preaching. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's pray real quick. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be standing here. Lord, give me the ability to express myself so that my brothers and sisters can understand your word. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, give us an open heart so that we can receive and not only receive, but to put into works. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, let your kingdom come to this place. Because when your kingdom comes to a place, the lives are saved, the healed, Lord, people is healed, chains are broken. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What an honor to be standing here. Uh, I got to say, when Pastor called me to his office for the first time, uh, he asked me, do you speak? Like, do you preach? Like, you go to churches to, to preach? And I knew where he was going. And I was like, uh, yeah, Pastor, I, I do. I, I go to, you know, I've, I've been in Costa Rica, in Puerto Rico, and here in Texas preaching, but I never done it in, in English. And I don't think I'm ready for it. And, and he looked look at me very serious and said, if they can understand me, they can understand you. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm, I'm preaching in English now. All right? So God is good. I promise that I'm not going to preach for too long. I was raised in a, a pastor's house. And I know the preacher, the uh, preach short, they will get invited again. All right? Hallelujah, hallelujah. So God is good. And I would like to share uh, a few thoughts that I have about light. Be light. And uh, when I was uh, sharing with Mari, my wife, uh, what I wanted to speak about, she's like, are you sure you want to talk about those things? Because there's many people in church that already share about that. And I say, that actually confirms that, uh, uh, that I should be speaking about that. Because I guess we all can agree that we are living in dark times. Right? We are living in dark times. It's in the darkness where people go and deal with their drug addiction. addiction. It's in darkness where people go and deal with their pornography addiction. It's in darkness where people go to steal to kill and destroy. We are living in dark times. And darkness brings chaos. And the only way we can stop it is with light. How many can agree about that? Amen? But first, before we start into getting to the Word, uh, what light represents in the natural? What light represents in the natural? When you lose power at your house at night, what's the first thing you do? You look for a candle, you look for a lighter, you look, you look for a flashlight, because that little light, it gives you security, right? So light and the natural give us security. Also light and the natural give us hope. 
you, you guys ever heard that saying, that the light at the end of the tunnel, right? Uh, if a major uh, accident or something happened in this building right now and we lost power, you see those exit lights right there. You know that you got to go that way to get, it, get out of this building, right? So light and the natural also give us hope. So light and the natural give us security and also give us hope. Also light and the natural help us to find lost things. Amen. But what about the Word? The Word of God. Psalm 119, 105. Psalm 119, 105. It says, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I want you to think about this. What the Bible is telling you right now. Your Word the Word of God is a lamp to my feet. The Word of God has the ability to guide you step by step in every decision that you got to make in your life. It doesn't matter if, if it has to be related to work. It doesn't matter if it has to be related to uh, family. It doesn't matter if it has to be related to a school. The Word of God has the ability to guide you. And it also says that it's a light to our path. So it will show you the way, the way that you should be going. If we seek, if we actually put some time in getting to the Bible and read it. Amen? Let me ask you a, a question real quick. How many of you, are, are, uh, have you ever been walking in a dark room and you stumble. How many of you? You're walking in a dark room. Maybe it's night and you needed to go to the bathroom. Maybe you don't go to the bathroom at night yet. But you will. <laughs> Twice. Trust me. Maybe you needed to go to the kitchen for a snack. I don't know. But you ever been walking in a dark room and you stumble? Can I see your hands? Look at all these clumsy people and the art fellowship. No, no, it's not that we're clumsy, it's not that we're uh, dorky, it's that at the moment, we, don't have a, we didn't have a light to our path. So I want you to think about the spiritual. How many Christians are stumbling in the dark because they're not using their light? How many Christians are walking in darkness and situations through their life because they're not using their lamp. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. So the Word has the ability to guide you in every situation in your life. You need a, you need a new job. Light your lamp. You have a problem in your marriage? Light your lamp. You need a boyfriend? <laughs> light your lamp. Amen? Hallelujah. Psalm, no, we already did that. John 1, verses 4 and 5. John 1, verses 4 and 5 says, In Him, who is Him? Jesus. 
was life. The whole meaning of life is in Jesus. In Him was life. And the life was the light of all mankind. I want you to think about it. It's telling me that every person out there that doesn't have Jesus in their life yet, they're walking in darkness. Every person that they haven't received Jesus in their heart, they're walking in darkness. Amen? Sometimes we, we get surprised. Sometimes we get amazed uh, of the things that non-believers do. And, and we get like, how can they do that? How can they behave like that? How can they say things like that? But they're non-believers. All they know is darkness. That's all they know. I mean, I would be surprised if Christians like me or like you will behave that way. But these people, they don't know about Jesus. They, they are walking in darkness. They're not living. They're surviving right now. But there is hope. Verse 5 says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Let me tell you something. Life overcomes darkness. Life always dispels darkness. Amen? Let me tell you something more. God... It's not in a struggle with darkness. God is not having a fight with darkness. The Bible in Genesis 1 says that the Spirit of the Lord was moving through the waters. And everything was empty. Everything was void. And God said, let it be light. And there was light. The Bible doesn't say that God was like, if I only push a little bit so I can get this darkness to go. No. The Bible says that he said, let it be light and there was light. When you're walking into a dark room and you turn the switch on, light takes over immediately. So there is no fight. Maybe in our lack of understanding, we have a struggle with darkness. Maybe sometimes it's, it's so difficult to us to get this book and study it. Maybe darkness is a problem. To us, And we got to be honest, all of us, we have areas in our life where, where we have to struggle with darkness. There's areas that, that maybe we say, Lord, my life is all yours, but this area right here, Lord, it's difficult for me. I don't, I don't know how to let go. Situations, conditions, uh, sicknesses. But when you understand that light will always dispel darkness, you will have no issue. When we understand that light will always win, every time the light, the light stands against darkness, light will always win. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we have this problem with darkness, all of us, in different areas in our lives. Uh, Luke 11.34. Luke 11.34 says, your eye is the lamp of your body. If your eye is healthy, or if your eye is looking at good things, your whole body is full of light. But if your 
But if, if it's not healthy or not watching good things, your body is full of darkness. So I want you to think about all the time we spend watching darkness. Imagine all the time that we use through our day to watch darkness. The news, newspapers, uh, movies, TV series, social media. Oh my God, social media is horrible today. I mean, I, I got to say that uh, I love social media. I'm, I'm very, I'm always really into it. But I use my social media for three things. To share things about my family, to share things about the Word of God, and to be silly. Because I love to make people laugh. I love it. I enjoy it. But lately, I've been trying to stay away from social media. Because it's, it's been horrible. People fight about everything. Even us Christians. Be honest. Is, is it true or not? So imagine darkness is being entering in our body, to our, uh, through our eyes, every day. Every day. But remember, light dispels darkness. Every time. Light will always dispel darkness. John 3.20 John 3.20 says, for everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeps will be exposed. That their deeps will be exposed. But remember, light will always expel darkness. Right? So if there is darkness within yourself, expose it to the light. If it's darkness... In you, expose it to the light of God. Let me give you an example. How many of you uh, remember when uh, cameras used to, uh, we used to have film and cameras, like uh, picture cameras. Do you guys remember? I know you will, Tim. And uh, we used to take pictures and, and we couldn't see it at the moment. We have to wait three, four days because, you know, that, that was the way it was. And uh, I was trying to explain this to Diego, and he could not understand what film was. He was like, why don't you use your phone, silly? Because my phone was attached to the kitchen wall back then. You know? <laughs> and uh, we used to take this film to a, to a place to print those pictures, right? And this film was developed in, into a dark room. Uh, maybe you see it in a movie or something. But if somebody opens the door, they will say, Oh, you expose the film, you expose the darkness to the light, and you ruin it. Now, if you have pictures in your mind, sometimes we ask ourselves, like, Why is it so difficult for me to, to get the preaching? Why is it so difficult for me to, to get into praise and worship? Because we have those dark pictures in our mind. But if we expose it to the light, expose it to the light, and it will get demolished. How, how many of you can say to this? is powerful, guys. Come on. If you don't get excited, I will for you. I promise you. Hallelujah. God is so good. There you go. There you go. That's the spirit. 
Hallelujah. John 1.12. John 1.12 says, Yet to all who did receive Him. How many here received Him? To those who believe in His name. How many believe in His name? He gave them the right. He gave them the power. He gave them the, the authority to become children of God. Guys, this light, the Bible says in, in John 1, that everything was created for Him, through Him, and by Him. And this light, when you accept Jesus in your heart, is inside of you now. Now you have the power. Say with me, I have the power. Do you, did you guys remember Heman? Back in the 90s, he, like mostly dude with a chaggy haircut, he used to say, I have the power. Well, now we have the power. And this is even better because Heman was a comic. Jesus is real. Do you guys remember Clark Kent? Clark Kent? I mean, if you guys are close friends with me, you know that I'm big with superheroes. I'm, I'm like a little kid, and, and I don't care. Like, I mean, I get so excited when new movies come out. I get super excited. So you guys remember uh, Clark Kent? Clark Kent was Superman, and he got this power, and he used this power to help people. Well, you have power within you. When you see people having problems, people uh, stumble in the darkness, go, and use your power, like, like Superman did. There is power within us. There is power. Hallelujah. God is so good. Hallelujah. This light that created all things, the light of Jesus, the same light that raised Jesus from the dead, lives inside of us. We have to understand this, guys. Light will always dispel darkness. In uh, 2016, I, was, uh, I went to Costa Rica to visit my family, my, my mom, my grandma, rest in peace, by the way. And uh, uh, every time I go to Costa Rica, I like to go back to the church where I first uh, met Jesus. I was uh, 15 years old when I, uh, I became a Christian. And I'll never forget. So every time I go to Costa Rica, I like to go to this church. So in uh, 2016, at this moment in our life, uh, excuse me, Mari and I, we were in school of ministry. And we were learning about faith. So we were having faith for breakfast. We were having uh, uh, faith for lunch. We were having faith for dinner. Man, and so I go to this church, and the pastor, she sees me. And she said, why don't you preach to us? Uh, why, why don't you preach to us? And I said, oh, Pastor, I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm not ready. And she's like, I know that you're a man of God. Just tell us your testimony. And um, so I did. You know, I preach about my testimony. And, and you guys need to understand that Mari and I, we come from two different backgrounds. I mean, I got delivered from selling drugs. I got delivered from dealing with dirty money. I got delivered for keeping uh, guns in my house. And Mari got delivered from like lollipops and chocolate, you know. <laughs> so we, we come from two different backgrounds. And uh, so I preach, you know, I preach about my testimony. And uh, at the end of the service, I did a healing call. 
But I say, when you come to the front, I don't, I don't want you to tell me what's wrong with you. I want you to tell me what are you believing for. Because in Bible school, we learn that if you ask people what's wrong, they will give you all these negative stuff. The doctors say it's impossible for me. Oh, I'm almost dead. Oh, all this negativity. But if you ask them, what are you believing? They already come to you operating in faith. Amen? So uh, uh, this lady, she comes to me and she says, I want to be healed from my eye. And I say, what's wrong with your eye? And she say, I'm blind from this eye. And I, I mean, in the natural, I'm thinking like, lady, I was talking about like headaches and, you know, tummy aches and things like that. I don't know about eyes, you know. But I mean, I pray in the name of Jesus. And uh, she opened her eye and she said, I can see now. And I was like, really? But there is power. When we are willing to believe, there is power. The same day, there was a lady on the other side. She was having back problems. It, it was almost impossible for her to bend down, to do things. I prayed for her. And I said, do something you couldn't do. And she started jumping, walking. Uh, I mean, going back and forward. The power is real, guys. But we have to believe. We have to believe that this light is living inside of us. Hallelujah. Matthew 5.16 Matthew 5.16 Let your light so shine to those who like your post on Facebook. Is that what it says? Let your light so shine to those who like the same president that you do. Is that what it says? No, right? It says, let your light so shine to all men, to everybody. Even those that don't like us so much. Let your light so shine to everybody. You guys remember what I say at the beginning? What light represents in the natural? Represents hope. Represents security. That's what they see in you. That's what they see in yourself. They see somebody that might help them to recover lost things. They maybe lost their marriage. They maybe, I don't know, they lost their kids on drugs. Let your light so shine to everybody. We have to be different. Say with me, we have to be different. We are called to be different. We need to break the chain of hate. When people come to you and do hateful things to you, Repay with love. Why? Because they don't know how to react. When people do evil things and you come back and do something with love, they, they don't know how to react. Choose to be light. Light. Choose to be light. This power. People need it. People are stumbling in the dark. And they see you as a light. They see you as a hope. They see you as security. But if we're behaving the same way as they do, they will not do it. If we're behaving just like any other person, they won't do it. They, they don't 
they will not come to you. Let me tell you something, and I don't mean to offend anybody. Uh, don't get me wrong, because I'm just trying to explain myself so you can understand my point. You know, the whole mask, and I know everybody that stands here talk about the mask. Uh, let's say that you get invited to a birthday party. Let's say that you get invited to, uh, I don't know, a family party, and they're asking you, they're not non-believers, and they're asking you to wear a mask. And you know that, that, that you know that you're covered with the blood of Jesus, and you are the heel of the Lord, and all those things. But they don't know that because they're non-believers, and you don't want to wear your mask. All they see in you is a rebellious person. And when it comes to problem in the future, they will not come to you because they remember those things. It's okay to wear the mask, but they ask you. Nothing is gonna fill up your body. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay sometimes to let go of the things that, that, that we know, that we believe. I mean, isn't that what Jesus did? Amen. He put aside all what he was. He was the king. He was the prince of heaven. And he put everything aside so that he can die in a cross for you and me. Choose to be light. Choose to be light to those that are stumbling in darkness. And maybe you say, Jonathan, but I don't, I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to, how to sing like Amy do or, or Maddie do. You don't have to. Your testimony is your life. I mean, I'm pretty sure that all of us right here, God has done something with you. Right? Is it true? Your, your life is your testimony. Uh, there's a pastor, uh, he's from Puerto Rico, and uh, he shared a powerful testimony. It really, really touched my life. He says that he got invited to preach uh, in Pakistan. You know, you guys know that Pakistan is a Muslim country, right? And they have some sort of uh, activity, and uh, they were open to, you know, different uh, religious views. So he got invited to to preach for two for two days in a row. And he says that the the first night he was in fear. I mean, a Muslim crowd, you know, these people kill Christians for a living, you know, and uh, and. Uh, he says that he preached, you know, God is good, God is love, God is in the air, things like that. So when he got back into his hotel room, the Holy Spirit got into him. And Tom, you're hiding your light. You're hiding your light. And he was trying to not to pay attention to that. Did that ever happen to you? Like the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you something and you're not paying attention? And uh, he says the Holy Spirit keep on telling him, you're hiding your light until, until he couldn't do it anymore. And he said, yes, I am, but I am in fear. I am in fear for my life. And he cried, and he, you know, let God uh, know all his fears. And the Holy Spirit tell him, it's okay, I got you. And the next day, he went over there, and he started preaching like the full gospel, like Jesus is king. There is no other way to heaven but Jesus. Very, very powerful. He says, like, I feel like the Holy Spirit tell me, like, just go. So while he was preaching, he says, 
Jesus saves, Jesus delivers, and Jesus heals. And when he said that, he noticed that uh, a man, an old man, like 85, I mean, no disrespect, Pastor. I mean, a man around 85 years old, get up from the crowd and start walking to the stage. And he's like, Dios mío, like, oh my God, what's going on here? And he said that this man is walking to the altar and there was people on the side. And uh, the people on the side is like, give him the mic. And he's like, no, what do you mean? Like, give him the mic. Give him the mic. So he finally goes over there. He given the mic to, to, to this guy. And, and the guy is acting like crazy. And he says, you, you and your Jesus. He says, like, me, me, what I do? And he says, you and your Jesus. I was born blind. And when you say, Jesus heal, my eyes were open. From now on, me and my house will serve your Jesus. Because we, when we decide to be light, when we decide to be light, things happen, guys. This is real. We're not playing church here. We are the light of the world. Please choose to be light because every time the light stands against darkness, light will always win. Your life, your light is your testimony. Everything that God has done for you, that's all you got to do. Speak about yourself. You don't need to be a big preacher with a fancy suit. You don't need to be standing here. All you got to do is preach what God has done to you. What God means in your life. Hallelujah. Uh, do you have that picture? You see this guy right here? His name is uh, Juan Peña. And Juan, he, he was addicted to alcohol for two years. He was living in the streets, sleeping in under bridges. He says that uh, people always treat him like trash when he was begging for coins and, and the like. One day he got a stroke or a heart attack. Honestly, I'm not sure. And he was uh, in coma in the hospital like this. That's how he looked for two weeks. One day... He wake up out of nowhere. And all he wanted to do is serve God. All he wanted to do, and he didn't even understand, like, why? But I need to know about God. Like, a few days later, he find out that a, a friend from his neighborhood took a pastor to the hospital room. And when the pastor was praying for Juan, he started to cry. He was asleep. He don't, he don't remember about this. He started to cry. And when he wake up, he said, I need to know about God. I need to know about Jesus. And now, Juan, he's a man of God. He works with me. He works in the same company that I do. And I say, Juan, that testimony is powerful. Somebody need to hear that testimony. Many people that are going through the same situation... 
they need to know that there is hope. We, in the past, I mean, I went through so many times. Maybe one day I get to share my testimony. In Costa Rica, dealing with drugs, all the things that I saw, all the things that I did. And that's why I joined the, the prison ministry. Mari, one day, she says to me, like, don't you think you should go to prison ministry? I was like, no, me, no. Why? He's like, duh, like all your background, don't you think? And uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. And honestly, I was afraid to go to a prison ministry because in my mind, I was thinking about, you know, like the movies, these guys, they, they want to eat you alive, like when you come inside. And uh, I was... I was so surprised when I went over there. These people are so humble. And they are so thankful for you to be there. So whenever we got back to prison ministry, please join us. It's so powerful. I'm pretty sure my brothers, the ones that have been in church min- uh, prison ministry, they can testify how powerful it is. I mean, like every night that we go there and be light, at least five people get saved. There's power, guys. Choose to be light. Choose to be light. Because every time we choose to be light, we will defeat darkness. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm almost done. Don't get upset. Hallelujah. Revelation 12, 11. Hallelujah. And they, who's they? We. The church. We have defeated him. Who is him? The devil. You know what I like it about the Bible? It's because we, we already know the end, Pastor. And in the end, we win. Tell your neighbor, we win. This is like, like a movie you watch and you already know the end. Pastor, we win. You know, sometimes you hear people say like, the, the church is so weak. The church is so divided. The church, there is no power in the church. Let me tell you that God is still in control. Jesus is still sitting on the throne. And nothing that is happening right now is taking Him by surprise. Nothing. Do you think that Biden becoming a, pre- a president took the, by surprise to Jesus? No. He knows the end from the beginning. And at the end, we win. Say with me, we, we win. Come on, guys, get excited. I'm about to get like Nonja on Sunday morning. Come on, guys. Hallelujah. And they, we, the church, have defeated Him by the blood of the Lamb and their testimony. Your testimony is powerful. Don't hide your life. Don't hide your life. People, maybe you have family members that they don't know about Christ. Be love to them. Be life to them. That's how salvation is going to get into them. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for the opportunity to be here. Lord, let us be light. Everywhere we go, Lord, let us be light. Let us see people the way you see people. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, that your love, your kindness coming to us so that we can give it to others the same way you love us, Lord, that we can love them. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We praise you and we give you all the glory.
Thank you so much, guys. You are dismissed.